It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. Well, you heard her. It's your Christmas ornaments, your inflatables versus the weather. Who you got? <laughs> my my inflatables look like a pile of dead plastic on my porch. Yeah. I had my, to bring uh, them all in. It's like outside. My neighborhood looked like a war zone last night. It's, you got a lot of palm fronds down? A lot of that. A lot of wind, a lot of rain. We know that already, but you knew that. It is what it is. Whatever. You got to deal with it. But this is the new update from Forecasters this morning. I know nobody wanted to hear this. I totally get it. And it's this. What can you do other than the same old line we always tell people? Stay in touch with the airline mm-hmm. if you're flying. But apparently starting from this weekend into next week is going to be a nightmare for travel. Well, like you could have predicted this. It's, but they're saying this storm, that's a, it's going basically right up the whole eastern seaboard. It's rain. It's what all the rain we're getting, they're getting it. It's a different system. Actually, it's two different systems colliding. And there's no snow except like maybe when you get to Maine, but it's mostly wind and rain. Oh, boy. They're saying it's going to screw up all kinds of flights today and tomorrow. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's not what you wanted to hear, but it is what it is. (laughs) Well, if Aunt Geraldine was coming to visit, she may be late. Well, maybe that's a, yeah, Yeah, there's a positive, Jen. Maybe that's a good thing. The the relatives you didn't want to see, maybe uh, less you're going to see of them. If the outlaws are coming in and you really don't want to see them, you'll be happy. You never know. Just just be patient. I just can't imagine flying in this stuff with kids. God love you. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of delays. Check your patience, most importantly. We know that much. Let's talk a little sports. We're talking sports? Yeah. Okay. There's a little pre-promotion for 8.33, which is when we have our Friday football picks. That's coming up this week. The bowl games have arrived, but also... Remember we had the story, and this was a news story a couple of days ago about Al Michaels. NBC won't let him do NFL playoff games. He's still on the Amazon games, though. Yeah, and they, they, they pulled him off in in favor of two younger guys. I'm thinking, boy, you got an age discrimination lawsuit there, but that's one besides of, the one point. One of the reasons they're giving is, well, he hasn't been as enthusiastic. You know why? He keeps sticking them with crappy games on Thursday night. Well, what happened last night? Well, here, here he is wrapping it up. Most points the Chargers have ever given up. 63 to 21. 63 to 21. The Raiders destroyed the Chargers. Oh my goodness. How is that man, or Kirk Street? how or are you anybody. supposed to keep your enthusiasm for three and a half hours in that booth? Right. And considering they said the game was over like maybe five minutes in, right. that Vegas was up like 15 points or 14 points and they never looked back. It they was just, they just kept on putting points on the board. I didn't watch it start to finish. I had no interest because it was a blowout, but they said it didn't, it didn't, it wasn't even that close what the score indicated. Really? Forty points, jeez, <laughs> poor team. How embarrassing is that? Are so they that know. bad? Huh, well, they, yeah. I think that's going to be our uh, our next coaching change by the time like probably noon happens. Really? They're going to coach that. Was it Brendan Staley, Diener? He's got to be gone, right? Has to be. Yeah. How do you let him on the plane after that? I don't know. I, I think they they kind of like given up on him. It seems like, doesn't it? Just, uh, that's the team that quit, I think. I gosh. Yeah, that, that that one's coming. So if you are a coach with experience, you could apply to the Chargers pretty soon. Yeah. <laughs> that's going to be open. Yeah. I can't That's going to be a change. They yeah. lost by that much. That's crazy. But we also have, and again, back to our Friday football picks coming up in about an hour and a half, we also have the first of the bowl games I think that have Dana, been announced. And they're on our the, list. He made these up. I no, swear these are they're real. They're real. That's, that's why they're on there, because they're so incredible, these the sponsors. Avo- the Avocados from Mexico Cure Bowl is a real bowl Avocados game. Avocados from Mexico. It sure is. That's right. <laughs> Where do they play this game? It's actually Mexico. In- well, you would no. think so. <laughs> that's what I thought. Okay, no? It's actually in uh, Orlando. 
Oh, jeez. Oh, is, is it a camping world there? I think it is, yeah. Oh. It's for a good cause. Oh. They play, they try to find a, a cure for cancer. They try to raise money. And the game's been going on since 2015. Just different sponsors. Happens to be the what was, Okay, what was the sponsor last year? I have no idea. Okay. know what game it is. And this other one, this other New Mexico, what's this? It's Letta? What did you make this stuff up? <laughs> I just typed in letters to see what comes up. The hell? This sounds real. But I can tell you this. I was here yesterday, Bill, when he was putting together this list. Yes. And the last bowl. That means you were here late. Yeah, the last bulk. No, he was doing this during the show. Oh, okay. oh okay. That's, that's why he never chimes in. He's working on it. The Starco brands. And he goes, oh, this can't be. He actually had to go look up who Starco brands was. So even you didn't believe it was a real bowl I, game. I had to check. <laughs> I thought like, I was being tricked by my sources. Yeah, well. It's all real. Okay. <laughs> well, it, You'll see. It turns out our vice president is going to be heading to one of these games. One of those bowl games? It is the... Celebration Bowl. You know who's in that one? Oh. No. The Howard University Bison. Oh, didn't she go to Howard? She did. That's Taking right. Taking on the Florida A&M Rattlers. Celebration Bowl this weekend. It is in uh, Washington, D. No, it's in Atlanta. Sorry. Okay. She got her bachelor's from Howard in 1986. Okay. Went oh. on to, I have the whole bio. Oh, Good. thank you. Went on to attend law school in California before... Somehow, some way, becoming one of the biggest <laughs> prosecutors in California. Nobody quite understands that one. Yeah, and then the I, VP. I, I, I can't get that. I can't get that one at all. And again, Gavin Newsom's their governor, so well, leave yeah, it at you that. Know, there so, you go. Just saying. So watch out for that one. So why didn't last time? Didn't she go last year too? And like, yes, th- they booed her. I mean, well, she went into the the Howard University locker room. And they were like, who? Oh, that's right. Remember? That's in, yeah. where was that basketball? And they oh, lost. It was basketball. No, I right. was in the tournament. That's yes. what it was. And they had lost. Didn't they? Lo- hadn't they lost or something? Yeah, so yeah, she went in to give them a pep talk, and they're like, "Who the hell are you?" Yeah, pretty much. Why is this woman in our locker room? Get mm. her out of here. They weren't too pleased. They weren't. <laughs> I can't blame them. All right, entertainment news. As we try to fill the rest of this season, my God, there's no news going on. <laughs> but this is actually a big deal. It's kind of sad. Larry David. Co-creator of Seinfeld, creator of Curb Your Enthusiasm. That's mm-hmm. the theme there. He says he's wrapping it up. After, and no more. It's the twelfth. Is this the twelfth season? Yeah, ten episodes next year. Now he said, "This is this." Interestingly, he said the reason he wants to do it. He said, "I'll be able to shed this character persona that everyone thinks I really am." He'll like never. He is him. Horrific. No, and he says, "I'm going to go back to being who I am normally: kind, considerate, and caring." He's full unlike, of crap. Unlike the Larry David you see in Curb Your Enthusiasm. He's George from I, Seinfeld. He, he is. There's he's a no. horrible person. <laughs> I'll never forget. It was a couple of years ago at the U.S. Open. And Larry David sitting in the crowd. Everyone's going crazy. It was, it was like an incredible, you know, uh, play, whatever you want to say, in, in tennis, right? Back and forth volley. And everyone's cheering, going crazy. And there's a picture of Larry David sitting in the crowd covering his ears. <laughs> oh, come <laughs> on, really? He's his fingers in his ears because it's like, it's too loud. Yeah, just it's too shut loud. up. So don't tell me it's not how he really it's is. It's totally how he really <laughs> yes. is. Yes. <laughs> there are episodes from his life. Oh, Absolutely. God. What a great show, though. My gosh. If you've never seen it, you don't know what we're talking about. But just think George Costanza from Seinfeld, because that's actually like, that's what he's based on. I, I never forget a story of, uh, it, make, it makes perfect sense he's wrapping up Curb. So I saw an interview with him with Seinfeld, and he said after they got renewed, after the first season, he goes, oh, God. <laughs> I've got to write 20 more of these things. 
And he goes, he just couldn't stand it. Really? He was writing it. He goes, my God. <laughs> Didn't he say they were like the worst individuals in the world? Yeah, he's, he and Jerry Seinfeld both said, he goes, I, we never understood how people rooted for the characters in Seinfeld. They were awful. They were, they were supposed awful. to represent the worst people he could ever run into. <laughs> well, he's pretty much like that in Curb. Yeah, pretty he, much. Some of the things he says, oh my God. Oh, it's brutal. I, or I the just, things I are said to him. Are yeah. said to him, and I'm like, oh my God. I've, I've only seen like a couple of episodes, but it, it makes me cringe. It's oh, like, some of oh, them are God. so uncomfortable. Oh, gosh. Oh, jeez. Oh. You remember actually a guy got off on murder charges because of an episode? Do you remember that story? No. Real no. quick. It was like early on, maybe like third or fourth season. It was an episode where he was at a Dodgers game, and they were at a real, they filmed it at a real Dodgers game. So people in the stands were actually, you know, Extras that they didn't know. I guess they found out later because obviously, you know, you have to say, okay, you can use me in the show. Yeah. But it turns out this guy who was at the Dodgers game that day was accused of murder. And they used the episode of Kirby Enthusiasm as his alibi. Like, look, he's right there. Oh, that this is episode great. Oh, my God. And so he got off. saved his life. Yeah. He I was innocent. If, I wonder if they asked Larry, he would have been like, yeah, yeah. yeah you know. <laughs> 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 all right, coming up, some headlines. But how about this? You're unhappy with Ivy League schools. You don't like the way colleges are going with all the woke stuff and the racist stuff and the anti-Semitic stuff. How about Elon Musk University? I'd sign up in a heartbeat. He's starting a college, and he's got a reason why. He's starting a bunch. It's coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Well, you heard Jennifer Correa's forecast right there, and she's been talking about this for days. A couple of things closed today, which makes sense. The Lake Worth Pier. I would assume the, probably the Juno Beach Pier is probably closed as well. All right. You got to figure that. Yeah. And, and they're saying, don't take your boat out. <laughs> don't yeah, go fishing just, today. I mean, it's it's like common sense. Just it's just look the at obvious the weather, stuff. You know? Yeah. It's, there's a marine warning in effect. Yeah. Uh, there could be, they said, local flooding in, I don't know, southern Palm Beach, Broward, and then Miami-Dade counties. But it's the wind. They say gusts up to 40, 50 miles an hour. Yeah. And uh, we'll update you as we go through the morning. But they're starting with the travel advisories already. And it's not just one of those standard things. that They actually are... <laughs> talking about two storms that are combining this thing with something coming off the eastern seaboard yeah not so holiday travel really really starts to hit the peak this weekend and it's not going to be good i'm just telling you yeah i wish wish it was better news they say bad news for us here and then starting i guess it's tomorrow this same system's going up the eastern seaboard because they were talking this morning that new york's getting pounded right i was like okay so just call it's, it is what it is. It's going to be crazy anyway, the, the, the airports. It's just going to get a little bit crazier. Yeah, we knew that much. Well, crazy times in academia, but it's all getting exposed right now. All this stuff, by the way, has been happening for years. All this stuff we're hearing about now about anti-Semitism and the racism that's happening here and all the woke politics mm-hmm. and all the garbage that you didn't pay for when, you're, when you're, you work so hard to get into that school or you're, you're paying for your kid's education. Well, if you'd like an alternative... It appears that one's coming. Would you like to go to Elon University? I, I would love to go to Elon University. Actually, there is an Elon University. Elon Musk's university is something different. Yeah, he well, he's going to start. Apparently, according to – this is according to Bloomberg. They got a hold of some tax records. Uh, he has filed with the city of Austin to build – a STEM-focused primary and secondary school. So yep. what's that? Like middle school and high school, right? Yes, yep. And then he, after he, they're assuming that once he gets that approval, what the, the, the knowledge is, is he's going to build a university. My theory is he's grooming kids to take over at SpaceX yep. and at Tesla because th- these kids would probably be getting out of school maybe in time to you know join the Mars expedition. Yep. So I, I think it's probably because he realizes I, I don't have enough to pick from today. 
I think you're exactly right. In fact, I was trying to bring up the exact tweet, but it was from about three or four days ago. Somebody reposted it and I saw it. It was after all the college stuff, and, and somebody brought up the point that, well, what about just the academic scores and what, what they're producing? Because a lot of Fortune 500 companies are saying that they're not getting the kind of candidates that they used to get even like 10 years ago out of these universities. Elon chimes in, and he, he's, get this, he says, Tesla and SpaceX, we are having a very difficult time. There's a, been a, a, a discernible difference in the quality of candidates coming out of college. So that wow. said, combined with what you put together, I think you're exactly right. You know what? It used to be when, when I was in college, if somebody told you they were going to Rensselaer Polytech, you went, ooh, really, really smart. No doubt. I'm going to MIT. Ooh, really, really smart. No brainer. I'm going to Wharton Business School. Yep. Ooh, really, really smart. I'm going to Harvard. Same kind of thing. Now it's like, okay, did you did you get into the school because of your religion, because of your relace, your race, or did you get in school based on the merit of your grades? Yeah, I mean, can you I, can you make a fair that, question? Can you make that assumption anymore that they're going to be almost geniuses? I no. don't think so. No, no. I it's uh, I saw you know what this when I was in high school, a bunch of people everyone applied to Brown because it was the Ivy League school in state. Oh, blah yeah. blah 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 blah. I can tell you. I watched people get into that university that never should have dreamed of even sweeping the floors in any of the classrooms in that university. Really? Yeah. And it was all because who daddy was. Uh, well, that's been going on for a while, yeah. too. So right. It's, you know, these legacy these legacy candidates get in. You can't tell me George Bush got into Harvard or Yale uh, based on his, his academic achievements. There's no way. There's, okay, he wasn't very bright. No. I'm sorry. It's, you know, nice guy, maybe not very bright. So, I, you, so they got to stop this legacy stuff. Just because grandpa gave you a billion dollars, I understand. Right. You need to get into school. Not if you're an idiot, no. How about this, though, too? Combined with all this stuff and Elon's news about starting his own universities, which I think a lot of corporations are going to start to do, too. They'll follow their lead. Could be. They're like, we'll train you. Um, how about from the government's perspective? We always wondered about this. I think we asked this question out loud on the air earlier in the week when all this crap happened. What kind of taxes are the Ivy League schools paying? We never hear about that. What are they paying? Uh, J.D. Vance, member of Congress. Well, he just posted this last night. Get this. Okay. The endowments at Penn, Harvard, and MIT have a combined $95 billion in assets. Oof. How much they pay in tax? No. 1.4% tax rate on net investment income. Wow. <laughs> They're getting free money. Holy cow. And they always have. Whoa. And then J.D. Vance went on to say, they use these funds to push DEI and woke insanity, which is true. So he's pushing through a bill. He says, my bill would tax the largest endowments at 35%. It's going to the Senate floor right now. Holy cow. I don't know if it's going to pass. I'm sure there's going to be massive pushback, but at least somebody, at least somebody in the Senate is pushing back against this and letting people know uh, yeah, I that always they're paying no taxes. That they would have to, especially like a, or a Harvard or MIT, just because of where they are. But just think of how expensive it is to live in, in Boston or in Cambridge. So they get the free money. This is, this, he's talking about taxes off the money they invest. Oh, they geez. pay nothing. Plus you know, the I money they get they, for free. They get their endowments. Everybody knows that. That's right. tax-free. But my God. It's got to stop. I mean, it's, come on. It's, I, we I need agree. an upheaval of that whole system. Yes, but this administration wants to go after the poor people that don't pay enough in taxes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, Let's get them. You don't pay your money off 600 bucks you got on something, yeah. a prize. <laughs> <laughs> That's who they'll crack down on. Can we share their story? No. Okay, I won't share your story. <laughs> you can't. 
I don't know. Hey, we got rapid fire coming up in just Woo. minutes. We'll update you. Send you off into the weekend with some info, we hope, and some entertainment. Just past bottom in the hour. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. Not only is it Friday, it's really our last rapid fire of the week because the next one is going to be Friday football picks. So here's the info sending you off into the wild of the weekend. And this is, you know, it starts horrific, but boy, does it end well. And and it's, it's just coming out now. A Tennessee couple and their two children, they're now looking for a new home. They were in Clarksville. When that EF3 oh, yeah. hit their mobile home yeah. and destroyed it. It was bad. Now, the woman's name is Sydney Moore. They got two children. One's a year old. The other one's four months old. She said it was like instantly they live in a mobile home. She said as she heard the noise, she went to jump on top of her one-year-old to protect him. Wow. The boyfriend went to grab the baby. She said as we're doing that, the home explodes. Jeez. She goes flying with her son. The, the boyfriend holding on to the baby's bassinet. She says, I watch him go up in the air and just start spinning around. Wow. He loses control of the bassinet. The baby goes flying. The boyfriend goes the other way. Oh, geez. Couple of seconds later, after the tornado was ripped through their home, a couple of minutes later, she's on the ground with her son. They're both alive. She sees her boyfriend. They can't find the baby. Oh. They find the baby 10 minutes later. In a tree, oh, oh, still asleep and alive what? in the bassinet. Oh my! Can gosh. you not tell me that is if God wasn't watching over this little baby? That's a miracle. Isn't it that is. amazing? I remember that. That reminds me of the story. I want to see it was 1999. Remember when Oklahoma had that, those yeah. F5 tornado? Yeah. They had that story. It was kind of like that, like a miracle story of a baby. They found the baby inside, nestled inside a dresser drawer. They couldn't find similar story. The house got destroyed. They couldn't find the baby. It was in its blanket, nestled inside a dresser drawer asleep. This is exactly what happened. So How about she that? Said, you just can't account for that. It's yeah. amazing. She yeah. said when they found the bassinet, she thought for sure she'd find her baby not with them anymore. And she said, sound asleep. That's incredible. <laughs> Nothing happened. I'm like, that really is quite incredible. Kid's going to be president someday, yeah, too. It's like, ah, I can sleep through anything. <laughs> That's right. No problem. That's pretty cool. Though. I know there's a lot of bad that happens in the world, but, but yeah. miracles do exist. You can't they, tell me God didn't have a hand in that one. Yep. Without a doubt. Well, we were hoping that we'd... <laughs> would get out of Cluster 23 without one more bad weather event with travel. Oh, Come on, man. <laughs> okay, nobody wants to hear this, but it's the God's honest truth. <laughs> now the forecasters this morning are saying, all this 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 blob that's blown across our state, it's going to combine with another system <laughs> that oh, dumped rain and snow on Texas, okay? It's the perfect storm. Yeah, it is. It's going to create a larger system the forecasters say is going to move oh. up the East Coast. Oh, my gosh. Just it, in time for you to catch a plane. It's, <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> Uh, because the, the peak of the travel season for the holidays really starts late today into the weekend and the next week. But it's going to happen. There's nothing else to tell you other than the same old, same old check with your airline, keep an eye on the forecast. But also, I would say this too, and your brother's a perfect example, is he was trying to go to California yesterday. In a six-hour delay. Oh, so finally got out. Don't just get updates from the airline when you're driving to the airport. Check them from the house before you even leave, because in many cases, you're not going to be leaving for a while, and, and they're getting better at alerting you to that fact so you don't waste your time right. yeah. in a cold airport. Yeah, they usually send you a text. Your right. plane's been delayed. And that's for coming home and leaving, so, so. Just, just just stay on top of the information. Wish it wasn't true, but it's happening. Does, does this affect your flight? You guys are flying out before Christmas, right? Yeah, it's like Christmas Eve. Though. Oh, okay. It's like, yeah. Hopefully it's clear by then. Yeah, it might be. Who knows? Jeez.
<laughs> the only thing he's got to worry about is Santa running, you know, running into his airplane and having to be diverted. Yeah, <laughs> Santa's sleigh Santa takes has, priority. Yeah, so. He's got right right of way. Yeah, but he's got Christmas magic. That's right. Yeah. All I got is Jet Blue. <laughs> <laughs> No. So this is this should be pretty fun, guys. I don't know if you saw this over the past couple of days. Netflix, right? It is going to be Netflix, I believe. Yes, they are going to have a roast. It's called the greatest roast of all time, or Grote for short, which sounds weird, because they will be roasting Tom Brady. Is that right? Yes. Really? I didn't know that was coming. It's going to be hosted by Master of Ceremonies. He does all the roasts. Jeff Ross, right? Seen uh-huh. him, I'm sure you've seen him on on one type of roast from any celebrity. It's going to be May 5th on Netflix. It's going to be taped and, you know, shown back live. But it's from the uh, the Kia Forum, wherever, wherever that is. I'm not really sure. But it's going to be uh, featuring his friends and frenemies, Tom Brady. Okay, so you're going to have Peyton Manning will be there. He'll Gronk is going to be there. Edelman will be there. They should, Does, bring, they should bring in, like, Bridget Moynihan. Oh, oh that'd be good. Oh, jeez. And, and Tara Reid and all the other people oh, using LinkedIn. That that he Bruce, dumped. <laughs> they did that with Bruce Willis during his roast. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. Demi Moore came out as, as, as a uh, surprise. Well, he's a little different. He still lived with all yeah, of them. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's a very strange anyway. situation. Uh, but does Belichick show up or like that a Bob Kraft? That would be pretty good. Kraft might. I don't I, know. I, I hope one of them. But I thought that was pretty cool. So, I mean, that's, you know, later next year. But May 5th, something to look forward to. The it's, roast of Tom Brady on Netflix. He probably did want to do it, too, to humanize him before he goes into the broadcast booth true. next year. Because he kind of needs that. You know, kind of lighten him up a little. Yeah, that's true. Kind of. I, I, I'd watch it. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to watch Should it. It'd be pretty good. I'd watch him eat crackers. But that's besides the <laughs> point. Anyway, some, oh other things to, <laughs> some other things to look forward to next year. Fandango is out with the best... Yes, yes, Most yes. Most anticipated films of next year. Want to oh. take a guess? Anybody? Anybody? Uh, uh, is Avatar 3 coming out next year? Or is that, is that 25? I think that's 25. The, most about the shows coming out. Nope. This is, these are movies. Okay. I don't know. I'm assuming most of them are in the movie theater. It sounds like it anyway. Oh, come on. One of them is what? you talk about it all the time. Me? Yes, you over there. Uh, Indiana Jones. <laughs> oh, jeez. You're so lame. Deadpool 3. Oh, I can't wait to see <laughs> oh, that. I for, yes. Forgot they were making that. Deadpool 3. Beetlejuice 2. That, that's right. Yeah, a lot of people are, are uh, excited about that one. Ghostbusters, Frozen Empire, which actually looks good. I it, thought it was going to be bad. It looks good. No, it looks fantastic. It does. Dune? All the survivors are, are left uh, contributing to that thing. Yeah. yeah, it's true. Dune Part 2. I never saw Dune Part 1, but they say it's way up there. Venom 3. Now I'm oh, looking forward to that. Okay. Hmm. Despicable Me 4. Wow. Inside, oh, yes. Inside Out 2. Wow. Lord of the Rings, it's an animated prequel. Oh, okay. <laughs> Lord of the Rings, a comedy. Mm. Gladiator. <laughs> Gladiator 2, is it? What's his name? Yeah. Well, Russell Crowe's not in it. He can't be he's, in it. Spoiler yeah, alert. He's, but. he's dead, bud. <laughs> no, uh, Shyman Hensu's back. He's dead? Yeah. The Denzel character. Washington is in it. Oh, cool. But uh, Ridley Scott directing again. Mm. I'm, I'm, that's one of my favorite movies of all time, Gladiator. That's like top five for me. Oh, it's so a I great movie. To that. But uh, besides that, performances we're looking forward to very quickly. Lady Gaga's Harley Quinn and oh, Jenna yeah. Ortega in Beetlejuice 2. Yeah. Beetlejuice, she, uh, Beetlejuice gonna, 2 is going to be I'm, massive. I'm looking forward to that one. Ariana Grande is going to be Glinda yep. in Wicked Part yep. 1. Oh, wow. So, yeah, I didn't know that. That's going to be good. Did, they're doing a Part 1 and Part 2 for the Wicked movie? I, it says Wicked Part 1, so I'm assuming. Hmm. Oh, and Pedro Pascal is glad. He's in the Gladiator. Is he the Gladiator? 
gladiator? He is in gladiator. I'm not sure what, what role he plays, but he is in that. Yeah, mm. that's true. So anyway, that's what that? we have to look forward to next Very year. Very cool. I love it. And here's what you have to look forward to when you get into the office today, Uh-oh. if you're going. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Get ready for Uh-oh. it. What? It's National Ugly Sweater Day. Oh, jeez. hang a mistletoe and then we can kiss. There's yeah, a song that's for the, the ugly. Haven't you heard the ugly sweater song? No. Well, hold on a second. Here's some more of it. I told you Christmas don't get better than this. You know what? I sounds like Megan Trainer. Right, it's, it's too long. Is, is that, that Megan? Tra- is that Megan Trainer? So it sounds like it's uh, Wengi. Oh, Ooh. that was my second guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've heard the song. I hadn't heard of her. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah, uh, ugly sweater is a tradition going back now at least ten years. It's big in the it's big in the corporate world. Yeah, we used to do it for our Christmas party, oh. and then we stopped. I think it's because it got too hot. Yeah, that's what it is. You know, you can't it's hard to wear an ugly Christmas sweater when it's ninety degrees yeah. outside. But it might work here with all the wind and rain True. because it makes you know colder in the AC. I don't know. I'm just telling you. I'm trying to warn you. When you get into the office, see a bunch of freaks dressed up and. Reindeer sweaters. That's what happened. Okay. Now we know. Thank you so very much. Right. Or if you haven't dressed yet for the office, put Can on I'm... something ugly and it's your day. Perfect. <laughs> and you this... have an excuse. Right. Day Just think, it. that guy that Taylor Swift has, he can he has an excuse for dressing the way he dresses today. Yeah, but there's no ugly face day. Travis <laughs> Kelsey? <laughs> the clothes he wears. God, they're hard. I just oh love how you God. call the guy that Taylor Swift has. <laughs> Travis <laughs> Kelsey. That oversized <laughs> wide receiver. That's him. Yeah. Him. Um, she's gonna marry him, you know. <laughs> you anyway. went, you went with new movies, Jen. Coming yes. out, I go back to old movies. This okay. is really cool. They added in new films to the National Film Registry. They do this every year. Oh yeah, it's like the Library of Congress does it. Exactly. Right? These are films that have, have cultural or historic importance. And they preserve them for future generations. Oh, I love it. That's cool. Who so made it? Going in this year, 12 Years a Slave, which was that, it was really good, but man, it's a tough watch. Oh, that was a horrible movie. Oh my God, no. Very well done, but wow. Yeah. Uh, Terminator 2. Really? Uh, yeah. A Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh. And Home Alone 1. All oh. going to the National well, Film Registry. Nice. will be preserved. <laughs> I like Home Alone 1. For all future generations. You know what? The second one, I had only seen bits and pieces, but I'm telling you that Freeform is showing the Home Alone movies yeah. like constantly. The so second... Home Alone 2 was good. Oh, so, absolutely. Yeah, Lost up... in New York was excellent. Yeah. Yeah. He ends up at the Christmas tree. Oh, but yeah. her talking to the cops, eh, just file a report. And it's <laughs> like, know. no big deal. The <laughs> kid's know. missing in New York. It's ah, great because he, he runs across Trump in the lobby of Trump Plaza. That's right. That's right. He asked him where to find the lobby, so yeah. someone put up... It's a still photo of them standing together in that scene. Someone goes, who would have thought we would have mug shots in these two in the future? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny. That's pretty good. Macaulay Culkin just got a star on the Hollywood yeah. Walk of Fame. Love it. Outstanding. And what's her name? Catherine O'Hara was there. Yep. The woman that played his mother. Very cool. In most of those movies. We've got that's a couple cool. of headlines for you coming up next, but we also have really, truly, it took this long, but one of our favorite stories of the year. It is a Floridope story, because this school decided... Yeah, we're going to show the kids a nice little Christmas movie in the in the music class. It's an elementary school. What did they show them? His name is Krampus. Oh. <laughs> Krampus, the holiday horror story instead. Parents are very upset. I can't blame them. That and more coming up next. The Self-Loader Morning Show. Keep it here. Always good to hear from you. East South Florida Morning Show. Thanks for being here. There's Jen, there's Diener, I'm Bill. Uh, you heard Jennifer Correa's forecast there and the update this morning. We had a little in rapid fire, but there's two. this blob conf- uh, combining with a storm over Texas. That's going to move up the East Coast. Here's the bottom line for you. 
Travel's going to stink this weekend. That, that's too bad. And it's going to be pretty crappy around here. It's going to start getting worse, they said, uh, later this morning and then into late tomorrow. Maybe by Ugh. Sunday you get sprinkles and wind, but this wind's going to be with us for a while. So, And, I, you know, weekends I go to the flea market and I'm thinking, oh, it's going to be crappy. Nothing's going to be open at the flea market. Be bummed. Put some Christmas lights inside. Bring in the inflatables. Pretend it's winter. <laughs> pretend it's real weather. Go get the milk. What is that thing that that guy says? Get the milk and what is it? Oh, the bread and milk. The bread and milk. I gotta get the bread and milk. I gotta get the bread and milk. I gotta get the bread and milk. <laughs> Don't get me started about the weather oh, again. We know. I know. I'm telling Sorry. you. Well, there's it, by the way, if you're planning on doing anything near the beach, don't because like the the piers are closed. Yeah, that's the obvious stuff. I, it's I, I love people to say I'm going to go out on a boat. Why? <laughs> there's like all kinds of marine warnings. Don't. <laughs> hey, the boat's available this weekend. I wonder why. <laughs> I wonder why. Yeah. Don't go rent a boat. No, don't do that. Please. All right, here's our favorite story of the year. Well, top five maybe. Oh, it's it's up there. Yeah. It took this long, and yes. <laughs> It technically qualifies as a Floridope story, but it's multiple Floridopes involved with this. It went up the, the chain. Floridope of the day. Hey, man! Oh, you are so dumb. Bye, and it's weird how stories come in cycles. Like, when have we ever talked about Green Cove Springs twice in one week? Yeah, we talked about it yesterday because we were talking about... Uh it's it's a great little town. Yeah. It, it, but we we ended up trying to figure out who the Olympic swimmer was that came out of Green Cove right. Springs, and we find I, I've already forgotten the name, but Olympic guy. Yeah. So anyway, uh, this is Charles E. Bennett Elementary School in Green Cove Springs, which sits right along the St. Johns River. It's kind of like just I'd say west of Jacksonville, if you if you yeah. had to pick a point. Now let me ask you this: mm-hmm. Do you did was this done? Intentionally, or did the teacher in the music class not know? No, they had no idea. They had no idea what it was. It's really? like it's like it's just like maybe at your work, budgets are done, your kids' school, or you go to school. We're just waiting to get to Christmas. Let's be honest, right? right? It's mm-hmm. filler time. This is why you have Christmas parties, blah blah blah, ugly sweater day, like we said. It's just like the same in this music class. So they were wasn't a class happening. They were going to show a film. Remember we used to get excited coming in, there was a film? Yeah, you'd see the projector Movie! and go, yes! <laughs> well, these days it's off a laptop and it's projected on a wall or a screen, obviously, so, if it's yep. more high-tech. So they wanted to show a nice a nice Christmas so they showed movie like, for the children. These Rudolph, are children in elementary school. <laughs> Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown. Maybe even Frosty. a Christmas story. Yeah. Nope. What did the music teacher pick? His name is Krampus. <laughs> Krampus, the Christmas uh, horror story. It's oh, one of goodness. the bloodiest horror movies Is you'll ever really? find. Oh, it's a it's a slasher movie. Oh, great! So they show this to elementary school kids. Oh yeah. But I, I guess the teacher finally realized shortly. You said because it starts off like really happy. It's a nice family like holiday. Oh, it's just event. a get together, right? <laughs> and then then it turns ugly rather quickly. So the teacher who's been suspended for this because I guess there was no explanation. She said she was trying to show different types of holiday celebrations around the world. Krampus apparently is a German historic uh, oh, story. So that's what she thought it was. Except it's the shadow of Santa who comes to kill your family. Oh, but great! All you had to do was look at the back of the DVD. And you probably. <laughs> would have figured that out. Well, it gets even better because one Clay County parent uh, whose daughter or son was in this class called up the school to complain. Now, when she was talking to the Jacksonville TV station, she says, I don't want to give my name or don't show my face. She said, because I'm afraid of retaliation. Because, she said, when I called the school to complain to the principal, the principal laughed and said, "Eh, it's no big deal. Probably thought it was just an oversensitive parent, not knowing what Krampus is. Oh, my goodness. So anyway. 
Uh, here's here's a grandpa <laughs> complaining about the kid coming home horrified. Oh. <laughs> I think they should have got the parents' permission. Well, I saw it. It's, it's not for kids at all. It, it shows a lot of demons, a lot of devilish stuff in there. Kids, you know, in that age group, kids are always looking for monsters under the bed. If they showed them that movie or whatever and they had nightmares, you know, I, I wouldn't like it at all. What did you do in music class today? It showed us Krampus. <laughs> it showed us how to slash people. Now, well, my demented terrible. childhood, I would have loved it. I was going to say, well, you watched oh. The Godfather when you were three, right? Oh, and The Exorcist. and oh, <laughs> Love that stuff. <laughs> you and I were watching the, the Krampus trailer to get that clip there. I, I was laughing my head off. Yeah, it was hilarious. Like, oh, I can't stand it. Love that stuff. No, no. Go watch this. Okay, I think it's on Netflix, by the way, just to go off track of stand. My kids are watching this thing called From. Mom, you got to watch this. You'll love it. From? Oh, my God. Is it a it's, horror thing? It's horrible. Yes. Oh. It is horrible. It, like the first 10 minutes, that, oh, God. I was like, why am I watching this? I called them up. I said, you did this on purpose just to get me. Probably. And they did, yeah. So it's very violent. Speaking of movies, all the Wonka hype is out. Wonka movie, the prequel, is out this weekend. We'll I'm talk excited. about that next. We got that and some real headlines coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Welcome to Friday. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. We've invested in uh, trucks and new pads and staffing and, and technology. I'm very, very proud of our people. We are ready for winter. We'll see. Mm-hmm. That was just yesterday. The CEO of Southwest Airlines talking about you know, holiday travel prep and all this stuff. That was before they got the word that this blob that we have here mm-hmm. and that mess out of Texas are combining. Well, there's a storm moving up the East Coast yeah, right they, in time for the holiday travel season. It, you know, even without a storm, my brother tried to fly out yesterday. He was going from, uh, I guess he flew out of Boston, Boston to L.A., and he was delayed six hours. Uh, he was supposed to land at like four. He didn't get into He was calling me this morning, put it that way. Hopefully, like, whoa, he got word and checked the app before he left the house because that's a key. My brother? No, he's really technically challenged. Oh, no. <laughs> no. So he was stuck at the airport. He probably was. You know, knowing him, he just went to a bar and, and had a drink and ate some macaroni. Knowing All him. right. Well, it happens. Yeah. So it, it, but just go ahead. There's nothing you can There's do, nothing unfortunately. You can. You're at the mercy of the airlines and the mercy of God at this point. So. Right. And here, uh, what you see is what you get for the next probably 48 hours, maybe 72. It's going to be wet and windy, gusts up to 40, 50 miles an hour. Yeah. Uh, the piers are closed. Most of the piers are closed. So, and it the wor- it, This is kind of like that last storm we got. The further south you go, the worse it gets. Pretty much, as far as the rain and the wind goes. So. Just a weird, weird weather year, though. One last little kick wow. in the shins before we get out of twenty three. Yeah, but you have brought this up before, and I'll just say it because you don't want to say it. If this were July, they would have closed everything down. I, I'm not kidding. I, there's going to be some tropical storm, and I'm not. We would never say that not to take them seriously because with a tropical storm and hurricane season, more of a chance of flooding and all this. You got to be careful of it, right? Mm-hmm. But just insert this day and pretend it's July. Oh. This region would be shut down. Schools would be it's closed. It's wind. We're yeah. fine. Government buildings would be closed. I, it's, yeah. Seriously. Would be running. Yeah. Anyway. I, so anyway, just just take your time. That's all. That's all. And all I, right. I think everyone starts their vacation today, too. So oh, it's a lot right. of people. Well, look at us talking about football so early. How about this mess last night? Most points the Chargers have ever given up. 63-21. They destroyed the Chargers last night. But the reason Ooh. why I bring it up is because... The story about Al Michaels, which was pretty big this week. That was an actual news story. NBC is not going to let him call playoff games, even though he's contracted to do so. 
They're kind of kicking him to the curb, even though he gets to do the Amazon Thursday night games. Which was last night. But you said, I think it was Diener was, was the one who chimed in yesterday and said one of the reasons was because he's kind of lackluster. Which you kind of heard at the end of that game last night. He, he, it was a 40-point difference. How is the guy <laughs> supposed to stay enthused for three and a half hours in the booth? when they And there, listen, there have been a slate of awful Thursday night games this year. Right. Terrible that he's gotten stuck with. So he, that, that's why. I mean, it'd be kind of hard to get excited. I no. Even even if you're a Raiders fan, it'd be hard to get excited, and your team just blew them out. They got they just destroyed them, and it was That's... over. And I didn't watch it. People said it wasn't even that close. Jeez. And now were they supposed to win? I, I mean, yeah, were they favored? So. Yeah. But okay. the, the, I guess the story is uh, Brendan Staley is the soon-to-be ex-head coach of the Chargers, so they're about to so team quit on him. Is Belichick going there? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Oh, really? Well, I mean, okay. I'm just it saying. makes a lot of sense. It's, yeah. Well. It's also warmer there than it is in most other states. So, But there's another theory about Al Michaels. Uh-oh, what's that? Not from me, I'm just saying. What? People are talking. What are they saying? Maybe he's getting kicked to the curb because he wasn't fully down with all the promotion of Taylor Swift. What? <laughs> oh, come on. Did he poo-poo the Taylor just, Swift thing? Well, he wasn't too excited. He wasn't, wasn't excited enough about it. Well, I can and he said a couple of things. <laughs> That's the conspiracy Are theory. Are you kidding No. <laughs> they show her 17 times during a game where even the fans in Kansas City are like, okay, could we watch the game? Right. You know? and, and then they asked her and she was like, you know, you got to understand, I don't know when they put a camera on me. I'm, yeah. in, I'm in a booth up here. I don't see the camera turns around. It's not her fault. No. So it's, it's uh, but they, <laughs> they, they've stopped going to Taylor nearly as frequently as they used to. That the, 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 the internet rumor is. No. Taylor made the call to Roger Goodell. <laughs> Get rid of that old man. He doesn't like me. <laughs> hey, guys. Hi, Diener. Diener. Can I go back to the Raiders game real quick? Because I just came across something unreal. Oh, what okay, happened? Okay, what happened? So the Raiders, last week, as part of the story here, last week the Raiders were shut out. They lost to the yeah. Vikings 3 nothing. Yes, which makes this even more unbelievable. Right. They scored zero points. 3 nothing last week they lost to the Vikings. So they became... The second highest scoring team in NFL history, week to week, from scoring zero to now 63 the next week. Okay. Here are the other teams, okay? <laughs> this is, when you hear these years in these teams, this is when you know stuff like this doesn't happen very often. How about the Frankfurt Yellow Jackets? Yeah! Who? <laughs> Who are they? 1927. I got they all their gear. Yeah. The Buffalo Bisons, they beat them 54 or they scored 54. The Rock Island Independents scored 56 in 1923. I like this one. The Akron Pros in 1922. 1922? Put up 62 points the oh week after goodness. getting shut out. And the team that has the record by one point, the 1934 Philadelphia Eagles. Yes, that's right. They still have the same name. They scored 64 after getting shut out the week before. But here's the kicker against the Cincinnati Reds. Not oh. the baseball team. Huh. <laughs> But I was going to say, I thought this was a baseball game. Okay. They had the football team, Cincinnati Reds, which I did not know. Oh, I didn't know that either. Uh, so this was oh. this was their, their up there with history yeah. with this beatdown last night. These names, the Rochester Jeffersons. Oh, I love that one. Yeah. The Jeffersons. <laughs> that's right. I don't think this that's good stuff. I don't think it's named after I think the team. No, I think Jefferson. it is. should be. <laughs> Well, I mean, I just don't think it's Al Michaels' fault with the slate of crappy games he's been he's been thrown to. I, you know, I like him because he's very comforting. He's, yes, he he's, is. He's really smart. He's great at what he does. And you know what? It's it's kind of like listening to a you know warm fuzzy kind of feeling when he calls a game. He's I felt a bad. Warm sweater that he guy. Is.
Warm glass of hot chocolate. All right. Well, they, by the way, Friday football picks coming up at about 833. Oh. Uh, Wonka is out this weekend. A lot of hype, obviously. I'm hoping it's good. I've spent the past seven years traveling the world perfecting my craft. You see, I'm something of a magician, inventor, and chocolate maker. So quiet up and listen down. Nope. Scratch that. Reverse it. Do you think, we know it's going to make a lot of money. Do you think it's going to be as good as the hype has suggested? Oh. Because it's gotten a lot of hype. It's gotten a lot of hype. Yeah, because I like that Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. He's a very talented young man. So between that and, yeah, and, and Hugh Grant, I think Hugh Grant is the Oompa Loompa is going to steal the show. I think he could, <laughs> even though we complained about it. Yeah, he complained about the costume and the makeup. and. Blah, blah, blah. I've intentionally not seen a lot of the trailers and promos and, and ads for this thing because I want to be more surprised. I, I want to see this. I'm excited the cinema, about this. The cinematography looks phenomenal. Yeah, it looks like they got it right. Yeah, I, I, I think it'd be nice. So you're going to go. You give us your review on Monday. That's right. Thank you. Smash it or trash it. You can uh, you can suck it up and spend all that money. I'll wait till you tell me whether or not it's good. <laughs> Right. Don't go by my review. I know. Well, if you hate it, I'll love it. That's how I make. Yeah, because you don't know good movies. No, no, you don't know good movies. We come in here and I'm like, how was the movie? Oh, it's great. You're going to hate it. It's so true. Anyway. Well, Dieter loved Indiana Jones. I thought it was fantastic. Oh, God. Let me slap you now. It was really good. That's why it was out of the theaters in two weeks, Dieter. No offense. This is why I'm going with, oh, I want to see that now. I'll take his (laughs) review for yours. Go ahead. You go watch it. Be my guest. Theaters made a mistake. Jen didn't like Elf. Yeah, well, <laughs> fell asleep during Frozen. <laughs> fell asleep during Frozen. Yeah, that's right. It was at six o'clock in the morning. I was hungover. Oh, here's one for you. We're walking out of the Disney preview of Moana. <laughs> oh yes, and there are children crying. People are saying it was the best. They're handing out awards, and she goes, "Eh." <laughs> it was okay. <laughs> anyway, a classic show is wrapping up. Kick to the curb, so to speak. We've got that. Some more headlines too. It's coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. You just heard the forecast there. Uh, throughout the rest of the day, we will have updates for you for uh, any travel nightmares happening because it's already starting. You're starting to hear about delays at uh, the nation's airports. This weather's not helping. Two storms are going to combine, blah, blah, blah. I know it's not what you wanted to hear. It's just a thing. Not much you can do, but stay in touch with the airline. And yeah. That's that's where we are. You might have problems getting out of South Florida with our weather. So yeah. just uh, yeah, just stay in touch. They usually keep you posted, though. They'll text you and say what's going on. Give it some time. They say, uh, hey, big layoffs today in the uh, the automaking world. Really? Yeah. This is uh, coming to uh, Chevrolet. They're going to stop making the Volt, and the Camaro is now stopped production. This is one of those deals where they stop it, and then they bring it back in three years to great demand. Yeah. Problem, but still, it costs some jobs. And they sell it for a fortune. Yeah. Wow. Isn't that great? Well, Merry Christmas to you, too. We're going to yeah. see you later. And I'm sure they knew it was coming, but still. Well, you don't, think this, you don't think this has anything to do, too, with that huge raise that all these workers just got yeah, you gotta after wonder. that strike? You got to wonder. Yeah. I mean, they got, what was it, a forty, almost a 40% increase in their salary? That's a lot of money. And you know that you know the, de- the car manufacturers aren't going to, you know, bite that one. They're going to pass it along to us. Of course they will. So... I think that has more to do with it, and this is what they're saying. They're just so they're not going to make two the Camaro, which is a classic, but is the Volt that's an electric car, right? Well, that's what raised my eyebrows on this is because I thought they were supposed to go all electric unless it's a complete total push for a completely new brand new uh, model. I don't know, not exactly sure. Interesting. Ford, by the way, uh, is getting out of the electric world and going more toward the hybrid. Do you see thirty eight hundred dealerships across the nation wrote to the Biden administration said you're 
very you've set unrealistic goals for this country to go electric. Yeah, and we're not ready for it. Those are the people who know. Those are the ones on the front lines who try to sell this stuff, and they're telling them this isn't going to work. Yeah, they're not selling. Number one, let's start there. But number two, you don't have enough charging stations. You don't have the infrastructure. Uh, you know what? When they come out with a road like they're testing in Detroit. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago where if you have an electric vehicle, while you drive it across the road, it charges your car. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know, and you can go 1,000 miles, 2,000 miles. Then I'll look at an electric car. Jeez. Not when it's going 400 miles. doesn't do me any good. That GM News, by the way, they, they got the news today about it. They'll still be able to work throughout the rest of the year. It's early next year, probably January. They're actually going to lose their jobs as they, as they end those two vehicles in production. That's still sad, though. Happy New Year to you, too. I know. You hate seeing that. That's horrible. It is. Well, no one, you don't want to see anybody lose their job near the holidays. You don't want to lose, see anybody lose their jobs, period. But right. Especially around the holidays. That's even worse. Mm. Grinches that they are. The Grinches. The Grinches of the auto world. <laughs> some people are losing their jobs on this show after its, what, 12th season? I know there had been some stops and starts, but Larry David says, I've had enough. I can't do any more. <laughs> so it comes back for the 12th season next year. Ten episodes. How many episodes are in a typical season? Is that normal? Curb Your Enthusiasm usually has, what, nine, ten maybe a season? So it's the same. Yeah. There's years you can go back. And it looks like the show, that's a show that has aged well, I think. It, every season looks the same. It, it amaz- it's all about him and his friends, right? That's in, in everyday life. Dina, you watch it more than most of us. so Larry David's uncomfortable life and situations he puts himself in is basically what it's about. Is that it? So, so it is, and his it is, life in Hollywood. And there's all kind, most of it's ad-libbed, which is the genius of it, but there's a lot of guest stars in it. It's great. Is it, is it true to life, though? I mean, is his life like this, or does he just exaggerate it like he did with Seinfeld? It's got to be exaggerated, but... He's got to be really like this. Because <laughs> he said he wants to go back. He doesn't want to be the persona that he's, he's, he wants people to know that he really is a caring, loving, considerate man. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> After you watch that show, it's like, I don't think so. And if you've never seen it, it's just, just think of uh, George from Seinfeld, George Costanza. That's basically Larry David. Yeah, because that's got, who it was based on. He's got no filter. He's got no, no. social graces. He's, he's got nothing. It's it's some of the stuff that said he says or said to him. I'm like, oh my god, these people just said that. It's stuff you think, but you don't say out loud. Yeah, he has they no say filter. It, right. They say it out loud on that show. I'm not, and I've only seen, honest to God, maybe in all the years, four episodes. I haven't seen that many either. I've just seen the classics. They're fun though. This this is a great story, guys. Him and uh, Richard Lewis. You know the. Famous oh, media, yeah. been around forever. They've been friends literally their entire lives. They, I think they grew up together. Yeah, yeah. So they they're the best, same age. I think so, around the same age. Yeah. Are they really? I believe so. I think Larry David's like eighty. Uh, you know, <laughs> no, wow. no. But they so they, they grew up together, everything like that. Best friends. So Richard Lewis tells a story because someone asked him one time, "What's Larry David like? You know, really like?" <laughs> yeah. He goes, "He's the same guy." Right. He's, See? Like, he's like, "I'll tell you a story." He's like, "We're at dinner one time. We're celebrating. I think it was." Literally for, for their 40th anniversary of being best friends. And he's like, we're at dinner, and I got him this baseball, this like vintage Yankees baseball signed by all these players. I was so excited to give it to him. He's going to love it. He's like, I bring it out. I give it to him at dinner. He goes, hold on. The meter is running. I got to go put money in the meter. <laughs> he's like, I was so excited to give him this ball. And he's thinking, I got to go put a couple quarters in the meter. <laughs> no appreciation. It's no, not wow. It's funny too, and if you've never seen it, you don't know what we're talking about. It, but if you ever catch up, the guest stars and they just when they add lip stuff and they crack each other up and they're trying not to laugh. Right. <laughs> the scenes with him and Richard Lewis, there was, I, and it was one from this past season too. And one of somebody they knew died. They're at the funeral. They're like, oh, they're talking throughout the whole thing, and 
People are telling them to just shush, and they're, they're going back and forth arguing about something. Larry literally goes to Richard Lewis. He goes, when are you just going to die? Oh, my and God. He's trying to hold in a laugh so badly. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like, what? <laughs> Oh my gosh! Oh, anyway. I'm gonna miss that show. It's so good. It's a great show. I'll have to go watch it now. Sounds like my kind of show. You know what it reminds me? Remember the Kaminsky method? Yes. It's like Michael Douglas's role in right. the Kaminsky. I think he based it on Larry David. I think he did. Yeah. So yeah. if you saw that, because that was that. Well, a lot of people saw that show. All right. Despite the horrifying blowout on Thursday Night Football, that's probably going to cost Al Michaels his job of all things Poor last thing. night. We do have football to talk about. Oh. And you know how we do it. The last rapid fire of the week on Friday at 8.33-ish, we turn it into Friday football picks, including bowl games this year. Yeah, somebody, I swear he made, you made these up, Diener. I have never heard of any of these bowl games. Did he make them up? No, they're God's honest truth. Really? On the list. Yeah. I ne- I've you never heard of any of them. You bet on in Vegas or the Hard Rock app, whatever. But, it's all but we're all for money, just Terrible entertainment purposes. <laughs> no fake news here. These are all real games. That's right. Okay. Yep. All right. And as we always tell you, don't base anything on our sports opinions. We Please do not know. know what we're talking about. No, no. But it's fun. I pick the teams by the colors. Come on. Let's yeah, but you're honest. winning. <laughs> or who I slept I'm, with. I'm playing for a draft pick at this point. Are okay. you really? All right. That <laughs> Friday football picks coming up next. The South Little Morning Show coming up next. Welcome to Friday, everybody. Despite the wind and rain, don't let that stop you. you got a weekend under your hands, and hold on a second. That means, hold on, it's, it's rapid fire time on a Friday, the last one at 8.34. Yes. Let's flip the switch. Yes. You ready? Yes. yes. It's Friday football picks time. Let's go. Hold on to your mortgage payment. It's our Friday football picks on the South Florida Morning Show. Getting down to the wire. Sure is. We have two weeks left, including this week. This is why... Diener has stuffed the pick sheet this week, Jen, with bowl games, randos. Got to do it. And also just for the names, too. I was like, I, I got to get games. these out there. Bowl games that nobody ever heard of. That's part of the fun. So Except go- the players and their families. <laughs> That's right. It's like, <laughs> oh, my God. Get a lot of free swag. So going into week 16, Jen, you are almost, almost math- mathematical. Oh, sure you can. If I lose everything and you win everything. See if we have any separators. You are 49 and 26 of the season. Wow. I am 44 and 31. You're right behind me. And Bill, I hate to say this, but after your one in four weekend last week, yeah. you're 40 and 35. That's why I took Monday off, I by knew the way. It, yeah. I didn't want to hear the results live. I get it. Completely forgetting hear? I'd hear them again today. I, sorry. I said you took two days off because you were so upset. <laughs> one to miss hearing it and the other to recover. <laughs> I totally understand. So the first game, we got four NFL games to pick. And then in the wild card, we'll go to those bowl games we're talking about where you pick one of the college bowl games. The Broncos and the Lions. Who would have thought this would be a big game in Week 16? It's a good game. Good matchup. It is. Considering where the Broncos started, they were 1-5 to start the season. And now they're 7-6. and six. They have won six out of their past seven games. So, Jen, Broncos and Lions. That. Who you got tomorrow night, by the way? It's a triple header tomorrow in the oh, NFL. I took the Lions for no particular reason. Fair enough. I don't know anything about either team. Good. And I like the animals better than... I like it. Really? You took a lion over a horse? Or? Yeah. I took them too, Jen, because Man ah. Campbell, coach of the Lions, is not going <laughs> to let them lose a grip on the NFC Norris division. It's true. Watch uh, out. It's Lions over the Broncos, I think. Even though... How about the Broncos? I know. Six in a row they've won? Six out of seven. They I looked really bad at first. Or five. Yeah, six out of seven. They sure did. Like, uh, like they were regretting oh. having Russell Wilson and... 
thought Sean Payton, but it's they're turning it around. It's amazing. They're, they are uh, fighting for a wild card spot right now. Yeah. And for that reason, I almost picked them, but very apprehensive here, my pick of the Lions. It's a clean sweep. We all have the Lions, which means the Broncos are probably going to win. <laughs> so every, That's true. Every time we all pick the same team, the other team every wins. Time. Of course. So tomorrow night, that one's on 815. And then on Sunday, we have the Giants. We got the, one of the stories of the year. Tommy DeVito, a.k.a. Tommy Cutlets. Tommy Cutlets! Hometown kid out of Jersey. He's the third-string quarterback, and he's been killing it for the Giants. His family's there. His agent in a pinstripe suit looks like a guy out of some Bonnie and Clyde movie in the 30s. He's right out of The Sopranos. It's he unbelievable. But he looks like The Sopranos' son, actually. He does. They are going to New Orleans, and the Saints are a six-point favorite. So what do you think, Jen? Does the Cinderella story continue to the Saints? The strike midnight and Tommy DeVito turns into a pumpkin. Tommy DeVito <laughs> is going to get crushed by the Saints. Oh, God. They get God on their side. Oh. They are Saints. I went with the Saints for no particular reason. Fair enough. I completely forgot about that kid playing for the oh. Giants. <laughs> and we talked about it on Monday. <laughs> it's a special day when Jen goes against an Italian. Yeah, that's true. Paisan. <laughs> the Saints may have God on their side, but they're also stuck with Jameis Crablegs Winston. Oh, that's right. Because I a think... I think that uh, one I know. I think uh, what's oh, his no. face uh, is not able to play yet. Isn't he still hurt? Yeah. Who? Uh, uh, Car. Yeah, Derek Carr. Carr. Yeah. Who's he? He's quarterback. For who? For the Saints. Oh, jeez! You didn't tell me their quarterback was hurt. Well, different story. We don't get the pre-information, huh? <laughs> I hate the two of you. There's another reason why I go with the Giants. Tommy DeVito, who you talked about, Tommy Cutlets. Yeah. This is an honest-to-God, hand-to-God true story. This is really happening. Yeah. From Adam Schefter, NFL reporter. Oh. The agent you were talking about, Sean Stellato. Yeah, the one that looks like the central cast. Gangster, yeah. He's, true story, he's being inducted today into the National Italian-American Sports Hall of Fame. What? And I missed this. There's no way the Giants are losing to the Saints after (laughs) Sean Stellato gets... Inducted into the Italian American Sports Hall of Fame. They got the mob on their side now. Ain't happening. (laughs) They're going to fix it. Well, all that said, Bill, I also went with the Saints, so I'm with Jen. (laughs) Good luck, crab legs. I I know I regret it now. Oh, gosh. No, you're not going to regret it. No, I'm telling you right now, I am not confident in any of my picks. I'm just letting you know. Especially this especially this next one. Oh, jeez. The Jets at the Dolphins. After the Dolphins threw up all over themselves and wet the bed on national TV, again, by the way, they cannot play in prime time. They are awful. They're an embarrassment. I hate it. But they're at home. They're an eight-point favorite against the Jets. What do you think, Jen? Did the Dolphins rebound and get the much-needed win? I, I picked the Dolphins just to appease you. Really? Yeah. Normally, you pick against them to make yeah. me angry. I don't like okay. the Jets either. So, oh, well. <laughs> well, But just to make you happy, I picked the Dolphins. It's the only reason. Dear, don't take offense to this. What? Uh-oh. You know that I'm just because I'm completely out of it. I have no rooting interest. The Pats are playing for draft picks. The Fair Jets enough. are terrible. I have nothing against the Dolphins, but I root for chaos. Yeah, true. Can you imagine the chaos if the Dolphins lose with the schedule you have remaining up? I'm picking the Jets for that reason only. Oh, oh right through the heart. Like a, In like Miami. A, oh, Day game. <laughs> The terrible Zach Wilson, although he's the AFC Player of the Week. He played great last week against Houston. Only because, nothing personal, I'm rooting for chaos. I understand. Because I am a bitter, broken <laughs> fan now. Trust me, I understand that Who position. Who has to live like other loser franchises. <laughs> that's been 20 years of my life, I totally understand. So I'm rooting for chaos, and that's the only reason why, out of spite. <laughs> well, again, not confident here, but I- I'm picking the Dolphins. 
They really need to win. My gosh, so much on the line in that game Monday night, and there they, they is. blew it. But now they they, they got to get this one. So come on, Miami, rebound, and I think they will. It's just very concerning. But this is also a big one. The Cowboys, who are ten and three, coming off a big emotional win at home Sunday night against the Eagles, their arch rival. They travel to Buffalo, where I guess it's going to be raining, right, on Sunday. Probably not nice weather. Right. And the Bills coming off their win against the Chiefs in that crazy game last week. So what do you think, Jen? Do the Cowboys stay hot, or do the Bills get a big one to stay in the race for the AFC East? Cowboys gave me a win over the two of you last week, so I'm going to stick with the Cowboys. That's fair. Again. Right? So if it's not broken. Only because of bitter chaos. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm rooting. I'm picking the Bills because that would be madness, madness. It sure would. At, they would wind up at seven and seven. Oh gosh. With the final three game stretch. They would no. They, they would be eight and six with a win. The Bills. Eight and six. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh wow. And it's a four thirty game. So imagine if the Dolphins lose. I know. What's on I'm, the line? They'll know. Oh my gosh. Only chaos. Nothing personal. <laughs> One of these games. Uh, Sunday, 1 o'clock, the Dolphins, and then 425 for the Bills. So you're going to be psychotic on Sunday. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Okay, all right. Psychotic now. That's I'm sure. I was nervous like I'm looking Friday morning. Well, out of just the complete interest of fandom here, <laughs> I took the Cowboys. So, no. But again, I'm not. You and I get the same teams. Yeah, that's true. And I'm not confident in any of them. No offense to you, Jen. I just. That means I'm taking <laughs> you okay. both down. I'm going to win 14 games this weekend. You might. <laughs> you get double points. <laughs> then, then in the wild card games, here's what you got to choose from. The, okay, these are all real. Okay? No, they're not. I swear to you. The Myrtle Beach Bowl starts off bowl season tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. We got Georgia Southern against the Ohio Bobcats. <laughs> then we got the Avocados from about the Bobcats. <laughs> they're good. <laughs> I know. Well, kind of. We got the Cure Bowl, <laughs> sponsored by Avocados from Mexico. It's Avocados <laughs> from Mexico. It's, it's, That's them. That's them. I tripped over it. You got Appalachian State against Miami of Ohio, so two Ohio teams. The Isleta New Mexico Bowl. Tomorrow the night against New the Mexico State. What the hell is this letter? <laughs> I don't know. New Mexico State against Fresno State. And last but not least, if you want to choose this one, I know you've been waiting for it. The Starco Brands LA Bowl, 7.30 tomorrow night. I don't even know what they make. <laughs> well, we had to look it up yesterday. <laughs> did. Diener did. Do you remember what they make? I do. I'll tell you in a minute. It's UCLA against Boise State in that one. So, Jen, which slobber knocker did you pick here for your wild card? <laughs> I, I went with the team from Ohio for the Myrtle Beach Bowl, even though it's Georgia Southern's favored. Ohio's got a lot better record. And, and True. I like Ohio. So Fair enough. I just picked them. OH. IO. <laughs> I'm going with an Ohio team, too. Miami of Ohio. It's oh. one of the only teams on this crappy list I've ever heard of. <laughs> and you want to bet in the Avocado Bowl. Let's oh, be absolutely. honest. Yes. <laughs> so I'm taking Miami of Ohio. Roethlisberger U, by the way. That's right. He went there. That's right. Uh, versus App- Appalachian State. And I have no reason why. I have no idea why. Well, I, I will uh, see that, Bill, and raise you. <laughs> I am also taking the Avocados to Mexico Cure Bowl. But it you is, took Appalachian State. I did. It's in Orlando, and I only wanted to pick the game because of the name. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, I don't know. I just think Appalachian State might win. Wait, they're uh, favored? They are. With a, with an 8-5 and five record, they're favored? Yeah, these are weird games because it's like some guys play, some t- guys oh, don't. That's they're right the transfer too. portal. Oh. It's weird. So right. I'm going to Appalachian State, although I did find out with Starco Brands. I kind of want to try one of their uh, their products. They make a vodka-infused whipped cream. Oh, 
Yeah, 10% alcohol. I had no idea. Yeah, you can put it on top of your, like, you know, martini made with vodka for the holidays. Yeah. Ah. And it's a double shot. Sounds pretty good. <laughs> so I, I almost went with that game just because of the vodka whipped cream, but <laughs> I couldn't avoid the avocados in Mexico Cure Bowl. Come on. I tell you. That is a great name. <laughs> so, picture in. You can follow along. Morning Show Blog, 850WFTL.com. And, of course, on the app. A lot of separators between you and I, Bill. Yeah, it's not going to help me. Oh, I, I know it's a lot of separation between Bill and I. So yeah, you know, didn't complain this week. Why right. couldn't this be early in the season? I don't I'm just know. saying. Oh, you know what? Can we talk about the worst Christmas bonuses in the world? Oh, this is up? great. This is one of the greatest lists it, I've ever seen. It's like the Jelly of the Month Club from Vacation. <laughs> it is. That is one of them. <laughs> All right, then more. It's coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Happy Friday, everybody, and. Uh, don't let the wind get you down or the weather or whatever. It's still a weekend. Don't worry about that. We will update yeah. you, though, especially early next week about a lot of the travel stuff because it's really going to kick into high gear. And I, I know I, you hate to hear it. We hate to say it. But two storms are combining. Oh, <laughs> the perfect storm. It's like you wrote a script for the worst possible travel time. But we'll uh, we'll update you on everything we know and getting you through that part of it. I'm, so. s- I'm sorry. Hopefully it's not going to affect your travel. That's for sure. Nah. Yeah. It's the end of next week. Well, it's, also, me. it's also the end of the year, so we just do fluff stories. But I, I found this quite entertaining. They actually asked a bunch of people who work <laughs> for big corporations, you know, did you get a holiday bonus this year? This or what, best. what was the worst one? Dina, have you ever gotten a holiday bonus? Oh, my gosh, no. <laughs> not once really? in my life, no. No. We get them here. We get like when at our you Christmas do? party. Well, oh, yeah. <laughs> our Christmas bonuses are what we had at the Christmas party. Oh, you fair enough. Prices, okay. okay. It's one of the most controversial things, though, in the workplace. Like every single year, people talk about like people have left jobs over not getting holiday bonuses. Like the whole Christmas vacation. I was going to say that he got that Jelly of the Month Club, which, by the way, was one of the prizes for us. Somebody <laughs> actually got that? Somebody got a subscription to Jelly of the Month Club. That's what caused Clark's meltdown, remember? Hallelujah! Holy s***! <laughs> <laughs> that was a great scene. They include, now these are actual bonuses that people said they got. A sales team, they got a book on how to be better at sales. Oh, oh that's, well, yeah. Okay. A $10 Starbucks card. Well, I guess they're complaining because it was only 10 bucks. I'm thinking, okay, that's one coffee. How well, about, if you have like 500 employees, that's, yeah, not, that's not nothing. I know, it's a lot of money. Cheesecake factory workers were given a cheesecake from Costco. <laughs> didn't even come from their own store. That's a good cheesecake. Though. A mandatory work party that cost money to attend. I, I don't know who has those kind of parties. A $30 DoorDash voucher. One was the Jelly of the Month Club. But this is my favorite one person said, management told us uh, you're getting nothing. Why? Not everyone celebrates Christmas. So be unfair to anybody. There was a whole rash of that happening like 10 years ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, since everybody doesn't participate. You get nothing. You get nothing. I was like, wow. But if you got a lot of employees, you know, Christmas bonuses are expensive. Oh, yeah, they you are. Know, it could cost you a lot of money. Well, I have a hard time, you know, taking care of the mailman and the, the right. pool guy and the lawn guy. It's like, okay. I get that some companies are cheap, but also some employees are cheap. You know what you had before you got the $10 Starbucks gift card? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Don't don't ever disparage a gift. It, it's more than what you had before. Remember that on Thursday, okay? Yeah, <laughs> just, I know. We're doing our gifts exchange. Here's your box of sand. <laughs> that's, that's being generous. <laughs> oh wait a minute! Hold on. Breaking news: We're doing gifts this year. I was oh, going to say, oh, oh god! Now I got to buy something for you people. Oh Uh-oh. shut up! We do it every year, and every year you say the same thing, like you have no idea it's coming. I don't. <laughs> you do too. I'll think about it Wednesday night. Oh, <laughs> oh god! Yeah. I told you, you're getting the poop emoji. Ornament. 
I am I in search love of that. I am in search of because you poo pooed my ornament thing yesterday. You're getting it. Right. By the way, go check out uh, the trailer for Beverly Hills Cop. Axel F. Actually looks really, right, really looks good. fantastic. Comes out next year, sometime in uh, next year on Netflix. Okay, are we done? All done. We're no done. more time. Have a great weekend. Be careful with the wind and the rain. Have fun shopping. Enjoy your family. And we will see you Monday morning at 6 o'clock. And thank you so very much for being here.